I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Boys here, the internet's number one fake history podcast, swinging into action with a long overdue Patreon request. Uh, my name is Peter Parker, fresh out of horny jail, and I am joined with Ethan Meyer and J. Jamie Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, Ethan Meyer here. I don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is, am I the reporter dude, like yeah. the, the guy at the desk? Yeah, okay. you're the EIC. <laughs> nice, nice. The head of the yeah. Daily Bugle. Yes. <laughs> Definitely uh, going to be coming from a place of learning for this episode. I have very little experience except for the, the PlayStation 4 game. For <laughs> and the memes. Uh, this episode no here. Memes. Yeah, and the memes, obviously. I mean, you'll, we'll, we'll get into it here. Um, this episode was requested by Darnell, uh, who up? also requested the very bizarre and wonderful Doom Patrol episode, which you can go find in our backlog a while back. One of our favorite um, lore folk. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I even put a note here to like praise him. Uh, he's been like a member of the Lore Boys community for so long. He basically lives in like an old folks home <laughs> on the on the Discord. So I'd like to think of this episode as like his Wednesday pill in his applesauce, <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. Like given, really given back. <laughs> yeah, he's been supporting us for so long, like sending emails, like when we got stuff wrong, whenever yeah. uh, sending us like stuff to our patron, uh, like uh, he's. Patreon, he's, he's awesome. Super yeah. fan. We love yeah. you, Darnell. Yeah. Uh, so he requested this, and if you want to request something from us to eventually get around to, uh, you can go to loreboys.com slash about or aboot uh, and drop into our little Discord. Uh, Darnell sent me some notes for this episode as well, um, so I'm going to be using those. Um, and yeah, so that's it. He helped out. He requested it, all that good stuff. And as you may have already guessed... Uh, this episode will be about a spider guy. What? Um, Which spider spe- guy? Specifically, the spider fella from Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because there's quite a few Any spider guys. So far. Right? From what I understand, there are hundreds of spider people. If not an infinite amount, because <laughs> I think that's the whole thing with the multiverse is that there's uh, literally an, a universe where everybody is Spider-Man. Did either of you watch uh, Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, so um, Miguel is at the end. He's in like the post credit scene of of Spider Verse, and okay. it's I don't know, like I do, I barely even count it as a superhero movie because I really truly like it. And if it just like <laughs> sat by itself on its own, it would be a fantastic movie. Whereas everything else feels like you know I did like the MCU, but up to Avengers, it was just like kind of long episodes in a very drawn out season of television sort of that like culminated yeah. with the with endgame yeah. i remember Both watching Spider-verse, which just kind of came and went and was, if that was it i'd be like satisfied that was, that was perfect yeah. 
Yeah. I remember watching Eight Legged Freaks. Is that in the Spider Verse? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Canonically speaking, Lord Boy's canon. <laughs> the uh, ni- nineteen late nineteen nineties, early two thousands B or C movie, Eight Legged Freaks, is canonically dude, I, part of the Spider Man canon. <laughs> I just remember people running away from giant spiders. That's that's that the was movie. the premise. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. much the premise of Eight Legged Freaks. That came out at the same time as another kind of like B movie set in the desert that I love called Evolution. I don't know if you guys Evolution have seen. Is, oh right, yeah. yeah. It has like the picture with the little smiley face on it, and it's all these weird yeah, alien eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I love that movie too. Spoilers: yeah. They uh, defeat the alien bacteria that's taking over the planet with head and shoulders, which they they spray it up its butt. It yeah. was it was like a a weird long commercial for your head and shoulders, the dandruff <laughs> shampoo. Like, <laughs> not to get too far off track, but we might as well just do this early. Uh, if I was like, hey, I want to make this sci-fi movie. And it's like, okay, but you need product placement. And it's like, do you do you care how I do it? And they're just like, no. That's like, <laughs> probably how I'd do it. Yeah. I mean, I still use Head & Shoulders today, so maybe it had a lasting effect on me. I used it, it just yeah, this morning. Yeah, I put it on my butt to keep the aliens out. Gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> it gives me scalp acne. I hate it. Uh, that's, yeah, a, that's, like that's weird. The wax that prevents your dandruff. So if back acne is called backne, is scalp acne called scacne? <laughs> yeah. Uh, gross. <laughs> uh, Miguel O'Hara uh, canonically does not have scacne, uh, but we might be able to insinuate a little bit here and there, depending on what happens to the episode. Okay. Um, the character of Miguel O'Hara, or Hara, um Catherine O'Hara uh, it's he's on <laughs> Shit's Creek. <laughs> he's he, Miguel O'Hara's the wife. Oh, gotcha. Um he was created by Peter David and Rick Leonardi in 1992 uh, okay. for the Marvel 2099 comic book line. So they chose a year for some reason 107 years in the future and was like make our guys again but new now. <laughs> <laughs> so and this was the the spider-man of of the 2099 series um he and some other same guy but different sort of um future versions that were established were the hulk and the punisher as well as well okay. as ghost rider which didn't make any sense to me because as far as i know ghost rider is the spirit of vengeance that possesses like a body to become Something like that. A, a guy who captures demons. Whereas in 2099, he's a cyborg. Or not a cyborg, just like fully mechanical. So the spirit of vengeance ended up inside of a fully mechanical body. They put somehow. the spirit of vengeance in a damn computer, man. <laughs> <laughs> so prior to Miguel's birth, um, a few things changed on this version of Earth. So for the 2099, which is Earth-928. Okay. Um, as Ethan already mentioned, um, so Marvel and DC and maybe other publishers do this. They kind of just number their Earths so that they can just kind of tell whatever the fuck story they want, which exactly. for, frankly is a fine idea, honestly. Uh, just go for it. Um, and the recent Marvel movies that we were just talking about, um, excluding Spider-Verse, I guess sort of, despite the fact that it's about a multiverse. Um, the MCU films, the live action ones, take place on Earth uh, 199,999. Okay. Okay. Just as an example for some stuff that more people have definitely seen. Yeah. I, I think we said I think we said it 
on the last time we talked about Marvel, but the the Infinite Earths is like a great like it's it's a fine idea for telling any kind of story that you want, but to me it always like seems to lessen the stakes, you know? Because and yeah, that, that is fair. <laughs> and there's there's one of them, either DC or Marvel, does uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, I want to say Marvel, but I don't know that for sure. But it's like the thing about Infinity is like even if you know, no matter how many planets get wiped out, just based on how Infinity works, there will always be an infinite number of planets where life didn't get wiped out. So yeah, like you know, to me, it just uh, it just feels like a. It's, it is really fun for, like, the standalones, like, um, kind of, like, for people who are more familiar with the movies and the comics, like myself, I guess, uh, Thor Ragnarok really felt like a standalone movie where uh, it was completely away from Earth and all the Avengers drama happening, and it was on this, like, yeah. weird planet where you could tell those, like, really cool stories and not have them affect other storylines, and, and those are the those are the kind of the stories that I like the most, I think, is the ones that just kind of, like, stand alone and don't contribute to the whatever... Earth six one six is I think the or six three six or something is the main Marvel canon. Six one six. I have I have it here. Yeah. yeah. So like those stories interest me a lot less because I guess they have or they're they're given this sense of weight, which I just don't feel because I'm like, well, they can always just go to another universe if they need to. Like Yeah, you can just pack up the Winnebago and go somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With Lone Star. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I did have this here. The OG Earth uh, is 616, like Ethan said. 928 uh, is a possible future of 616. So um, I think it is caused by Spider-Man 2099 himself by Miguel. Um, I'm just doing the origins of the character, obviously. Okay. What with this being Lore Boys and not Summary Boys, which is our... <laughs> which is our sunday podcast which you can tune into yeah yeah we just we just tell you a story you already know (laughs) (laughs) badly yeah yeah (laughs) exactly uh that's not a real thing please don't search that or if you find some summary boys it's like a different podcast it sounds a lot like us but they're slightly different Mm -hmm. it's like us from earth 928 are the summary boys (laughs) (laughs) yeah a possible future if you will exactly (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, so basically, like, 928, uh, a timeline split occurs from 616 and creates 928. It's like if James Cole was never visited by three ghosts on Christmas Eve while contemplating suicide right, sort of thing. Right, right, right. Right? Like, he never went to Baltimore. It's all standard time travel crap. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, on Earth 928, this is prior to the birth of Miguel, uh, there was a civil war between humans and mutants. Uh, the mutants, in this case, are the X-Men. Okay. Right? Wow. So that's what... Yeah. Uh, I guess Magneto got his way, right? Because that was always his thing. He wanted the Civil War, and he wanted to eradicate all the the humans. I didn't look into the Civil War on Earth-928 specifically. Mm -hmm. The mutants did lose. Okay. So he got his way, then didn't get his way. Yeah, exactly. And then killed himself in a bunker, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That was a parking lot where Magneto killed himself. It's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Magneto, he had all of his master plans on big CRT TVs, and then he used his powers, and it was all gone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, his one weakness is static. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this analogy is uh, kind of funny because Magneto is canonically a Holocaust survivor. Like he, oh, had, yeah. he has the tattoo on his arm, so it's kind of a funny little way to twist that, guys. Forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, they lost the Civil War. Um, and like 
despite the fact that the humans won against the mutants, uh, Earth was in kind of a bad way, and it was real ready to be cyberpunked. Right. Um, the borders changed to ensure that there were just five gigantic nation states around the world. Okay. Where we have <laughs> <laughs> the United States of America, okay, the Free Russian Alliance, which is different from the subscription-based Russian Alliance. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The Federated States of America, which, from what I understand, is like Texas down to Argentina. I couldn't find anything. I don't really get it. I mean, they're, they're, um, South America is America too, Pete. I, I, I hate to be the one to break this to you. I well, that's fair, but I, we did build that canal in Panama, or Teddy Roosevelt made that canal in Panama, that's right, true. to try and drift that, away, d- carved it himself with all the saber-toothed tiger tusks that he he had from his hunting collection, right. And then he he was just trying to save Brazil from Florida, as from what I <laughs> from what I understand. God, God bless him, huh? <laughs> um, so we had the Federated States of America, the European Continental Consolidate, which I guess doesn't inc- include the uk i don't know uh and then the people's <laughs> republic, not anymore the people's republic of china so a bunch of new states and regular china and good old china that we all know good old china all these new dystopian twists on uh quote unquote quote uh free countries and then china. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> uh so naturally uh, a chemical reaction took place uh and mega corporations grew from these new nation states because uh, as we've seen in most cyberpunk or in a lot of speculative future fiction, when borders decompose, they turn into mega corporations, which can then be further distilled into moonshine. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense to me because like if you have one centralized government, like the more you control, if you're a corporation that can then control that centralized government, the more that corporation can control. Right. So it's yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trickle down fascism. Right. where it's like well you just figure but like the poor will oppress the even more poor obviously this is how we set it up and it works uh (laughs) uncannily well (laughs) um in the mexican occupied city of nueva york uh which is spanish for new amsterdam right Uh, a woman named Conchetta O'Hara is cheating on her husband, George O'Hara, and gets pregnant. Okay. Uh, the bouncing baby bundle of fucking lies <laughs> is, brought in, is brought into this world and is named Miguel O'Hara. I recognize that name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Should we name him after your dad, George? Yeah. <laughs> What, you want to name him Spider-Man 2099? That's a terrible name for a baby. (laughs) Um, Miguel also has a half-brother, Gabriel, uh, who is the legit son of George and Conchetta. Okay. Uh, And he eventually, in in one of the arcs, becomes a a legit-as-fuck hacker called Firelight. um, And he works with his brother to... You know, whatever stuff. Yeah, they do some, like, net-running crap or or whatever. They, They go into cyberspace to defeat viruses i don't know you've, you've all seen digimon the movie from yeah the exactly 90s. it was that <laughs> uh so presumably is this and um this is a, a guess on my part so did his mom cheat on on him with like the old spider-man and then uh but it wasn't like cheating it was just like you know like a lot of couples they have like that list of celebrities that it's like oh sure honey you can fuck spider-man if he's ever in town and wants to bang you <laughs> no, uh, it was <laughs> it was one of the spiders from Eight Legged Freaks, I think. Actually, oh, okay, 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 okay. oh yeah, 
Yeah. Man um, spider. Eight-legged freak in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Are these silk? And he's like, you know it, baby. And he's like spinning it himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, I'm not actually going to correct that. So, yeah. Nice. Love it. Yeah, it's uh, who is the who is the 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 male lead? Jamie, pull up the clip of who is the lead guy in Eight Legged Freaks because his name's on the tip of my tongue. It's gonna drive me fucking crazy. Sure. Um, I could so not, Miguel, I can't even remember what the, the guy looks like. David Eddie? Arquette. Thank you. Yeah. What does yeah. he? What does he look like? <laughs> like uh, David Arquette, generically handsome white dude. He's a little bit of facial hair. Okay, I've never I've yeah. seen the movie and I've never seen this person before in my life. You guys are, are you guys? Uh, he played one of the spiders. That's why. Are you guys, oh yeah. Man, are you guys Mandela affecting me right now? Yes. <laughs> this this isn't a real person. This is one of those like face amalgamation tools or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we fed uh, five hundred like male faces into an AI and it produced this and we named him <laughs> David Arquette. He's not real. <laughs> Don't you remember uh, him from Scream 2, Scream 3, or Never Been Kissed? <laughs> so, uh, such highlight hits. <laughs> That's a Drew Barrymore movie, right? It looks like I, it. She's on the cover. I've oh. actually never been kissed. So, similar. Similar. Dude, you should so watch cool. that movie. It's good. Neither, ni- neither by Drew Barrymore nor anyone else. In my social circles, that Barrymore. makes you better at World of Warcraft. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on them. I'm terrible at World of Warcraft. <laughs> but great at kissing it's like it's an awful situation yeah. for you. i would be what would the, you prefer, really i kiss the mirror very good um <laughs> uh, i see my uh, mom so says Miguel- i'm a great kisser oh <laughs> uh, my dad tom brady loves it <laughs> oh. <laughs> david arquette was also in my mom says i'm a great kisser oh I didn't know that. there you go you should watch yeah. both those movies are basically about <laughs> about you ethan myers yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Miguel, thankfully, uh, like any good 90s comic book character, was a rebellious miracle child with prodigy-level intelligence. Mm-hmm. He's probably really fucking fun to hang out with. Just, like, good-looking, uh, very smart, 90s as shit, and, like, a rebel. He's just like, you're not my real dad, George. How's his, oh, uh, he- how's his kissing? <laughs> probably really good. Probably really good? Okay, so he's Battle of Warcraft, really- though. So, <laughs> would be now. Yeah. Uh, they're on like WoW Classic ten at this point in twenty ninety nine, right, obviously, right. <laughs> where they have gone through all the expansions multiple times. They're they're so past they're past into the Shadowlands or whatever the new one is. So they're like yeah, the WoW Classic <laughs> is on like two after that one. Yeah, World of Warcraft into the Spider Verse or whatever the fuck it is now. <laughs> <laughs> it's WoW Classic all the way down, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Alchemax Corporation took notice of Miguel, uh, likely using their militarized policemen. I mean, that's the easiest way to get information on children <laughs> in public. <laughs> uh, and they gave him a scholarship to the Alchemax School for Gifted Younger- Youngsters excuse me, in Westchester, New York. Um, and just a quick thing for the viewers here and any anybody else on the tour bus right now. I'd like to direct your attention away from the similarly named school with the same address the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, uh, the fact that Professor X once had a school here filled with now long-dead mutants uh, is pure coincidence, citizen. Okay. Now, Peter, are you joking, or are you serious? Is it actually just a coincidence? 
It is not a coincidence whatsoever. Yeah. It is okay. <laughs> strongly it strongly hinted at that after slaughtering the mutants in the Civil War, Alchemex just like they well, were, just was like, well, I mean, this is pretty good. This is yeah. a good spot. <laughs> it's got like a giant metal room. It has a, a stealth fighter in it. We're just gonna we're gonna move in here. Yeah, landing pad, Cerebro. They got a fountain out front. Shit. Yeah. Very posh. Everything. All that mahogany. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd like to. Re- I'd, once we get the bodies out, yeah, we can keep the, the mahogany. I'm hoping it's like yes, of course, Mister Alchemex. Yeah. I love the stain on this mahogany. What is it? Uh, mutant blood. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> very nice, actually. Um, at this school, Miguel meets and uh, meets his soon-to-be cheated-on girlfriend. Uh, I guess it's Zena Kwan. It's X-I-N-A, or Sheena. Sure, yeah. Sheena Kwan. Uh, the two are of similar intelligence. However, uh, Zena specializes in AI and computers, while uh, Miguel specializes in genetics. So they're <laughs> nerd power couple. The way that it has an X name, and this might be Xavier's school from before, like, yeah, I just yeah. picture her being in a wheelchair with, like, a wig yeah. <laughs> and a dress. <laughs> like Professor X, like, 170 years old, just, like, in a wheelchair, shriveled husk, like... Hello, Miguel. <laughs> I gotta study for math. Yeah. It's me, your hot teenage girlfriend. <laughs> but it, but wait, okay, wait, okay, wait. This is very good, Lord Boy's canon. Because okay. Professor X could just telepathically make him think that he's looking at a really hot teenage girl. Oh fuck! He <laughs> like, could like, totally like, trick his like he could he could just fucking fuck Miguel up and be like, no, you're actually dating a teenage girl. And it's just him in a wheelchair. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I accept that. Yeah. It's his revenge for all the mutants being slain. He's going to lead a boy on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Lord Boy's canon. That's, uh, yeah. So his girlfriend, Zena Kwan, is actually Professor Charles Xavier yeah. uh, using psychic abilities to trick him. <laughs> um, Professor X eventually builds Miguel an AI assistant named Lila, okay. uh, which is L Y L A. Uh, which is a dubious abbreviation for Lyrit Life Form Approximation. Okay. Live, okay. laugh, love. Yeah. <laughs> Live your <Yeah>. laugh ass. <laughs> I, I had to like Jamie pull up the clip Lyrit myself while I was writing this because I was just like, can I make a joke? Like, what the fuck does this even mean? Um, it means like dictionary.com, which I don't know if is a good source, says it's in the shape of a lyre, which is like an, that ancient Greek harp, the kind yeah. of chubby harp with strings in it. Uh, right. Medieval, medieval harp. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, she, however, uh, Lila appears as like a sexy hologram lady uh, and not a wisecracking musical instrument, sadly. Nah. <laughs> so Professor X had at least a little bit of taste where he was just like, obviously, if I'm going to trick this boy into dating me as revenge for the Civil War. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need to make his Siri pretty hot. He, yeah, he, he started he started tricking him, and then he's like, "Oh shit, he wants to go to second base. I can't trick that. Like, yeah. oh, be- better come up with some other uh, out or whatever." <laughs> like Professor X is in so deep now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could not. I, I could not psychic lie my way out of this yeah. one. I'm fucked. Well, Professor X in his 170 years uh, has never kissed anyone, so he's probably really nervous about it. True. Oh, that's what they moved that that's what they made that movie about. The 170-year-old virgin, yeah. Now, uh Miguel, 
uh, he's a bit of a he's a 90s boy. He's a rebel. He's a player. Uh, he would eventually cheat on Professor Xavier uh, with and he's such a fucking bastard. He cheated on Xena with his brother Gabriel's girlfriend, Dana, and then got engaged to her. Yikes. Yeah. Bit of a dick move there, Miguel. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, I don't know why they wrote this into a character's backstory. I don't know if this is some radical 90s dude shit, but it's like truly cruel to both your brother and Professor X, which is very strange. Yeah. Well, they say a lot of our behavior is written in our DNA, and his mom went and had sex with that eight-legged freak's thing like out of wedlock right so yeah he only he only cheated on somebody with two legs so it's only a quarter as bad as his (laughs) mom right i mean that's fair yeah that's mad and professor x is in a wheelchair and he can't walk so (laughs) he's getting no legs exactly (laughs) fair that's math (laughs) (laughs) can't argue with you (laughs) that's one of the few like objective sciences that we have exactly yeah (laughs) Oh my god. Um, prior to their relationship, uh, to Dana and Miguel's relationship, uh, Zena helped Miguel stand up to the school bully who was named, and get ready, Cron Stone. That's a bad Cron. name. It's a stupid fucking name, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, like Cron. A, it's like a combination of Crohn's, Crohn's disease or Crohn's and disease kidney stone. and kidney stone. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking it too. That's yeah. the first thing I thought. Yeah, so that's why he's the bully. <laughs> that's why he's mad all the time. Yeah, bullies are often have trouble at home. For him, it's just in the washroom. Oh. <laughs> um, he got stones. Cron oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, was the son of Tyler Stone, uh, who was the president of research and development for Alchemax, and Miguel's real father. Whoa. Oh, so that's his brother, half brother. Half brother. Is he yeah, gonna exactly. bang his girlfriend too? Or <laughs> yeah, that's that's his that's his spider power, right? When he, <laughs> when he finally mutates, he's got the power of infidelity. Yeah, the power of, of banging his half brothers' girlfriends. Specifically, yeah. yeah. And thankfully that he's got main character powers, so all the relevant characters in the story are are, are his half brothers. Share one parent with him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also wanted to point out that Miguel O'Hara is like a very cool, like very good cross-cultural name from a writing standpoint. Sure. Uh, however, I don't know about Cron Stone because I like to imagine him as like the son of Tyler Stone and some like thawed Neanderthal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and Rosetta Stone. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they ran the name uh, Jeffrey through the Rosetta Stone into ancient Babylonian and it came out as Cron. Yeah, yep. they translated to Babylonian and then back. Exactly. Yeah. To get a really fucked up, like a real uh, capital U unique name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could get tormented in, in kindergarten. Uh, how do you spell Kron? K-R-O-N. That's like, that is a supervillain name, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I was about to get into a quick little bio on Kron, actually, if you want here. Kron uh, is Miguel's half-brother. That's why he obviously is going to eventually fuck his girlfriend or something. Sure. Yeah. Um, he is also important to several other characters. He's a good... Kron he, is... It, like, every time I say his name, <laughs> he's like kind of a good uh, center point for the story where a lot of 2099 stuff seems to revolve around him. Okay. Um, 
he at some point puts out a hit on Jake Gallows's family, uh, who was like a police officer who retroactively admired the historical Punisher. And this turned Jake into the new Punisher, the new Punisher 20, 2099. Um, and then in a fight with uh, Gallows, he like gets stabbed and falls into the sewers and comes into contact with the Venom symbiote, which had been like learning karate and... Kron does. Spit acid. Yeah, exactly. Down in the sewers. So Kron is now Venom 2099, um, which, and this is, this was confirmed by uh, the, the writers. Venom 2099 is pretty much just the alien from aliens. So he like has kind of like spikes and he's a little bit more twisted and like kind of Raptor like he bleeds acid and spits acid. So he's very much like the alien from alien. Okay. Yeah. So he, he spent some time in the sewers learning karate from a, a rat, is what you were saying. And from pizza rat. Eating, eating pizza with his friends, and that yeah. presumably turned him into the alien from the Alien series. I mean, fast food's bad for you, so the fact that it too much pizza turned his blood to acid doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> um, after some time, so, so that's just about Kron. Like, I'm not going to get into their actual conflict. Um, after some time at the Academy, um, Miguel began to use his skills as a geneticist at Alchemax Labs um, on their corporate raider program. And I would love for you guys to guess quickly, what do you think corporate raiders are? Uh, I mean, they're corporate and they raid. So, I don't know, they like raid other companies. Uh, like, there's like open warfare between the mega corporations that rule the these nation states Jimbo uh, uh, they're salespeople that call you at dinner time <laughs> they're not that evil actually okay. uh, they're not as bad as telemarketers uh, they're just corporate owned and corporate controlled super cops so whether they're set off on espionage missions or like kind of like under the table corporate warfare whatever but the corporate raider program was basically just to make like well what if we could I don't know abuse our power even harder basically So just like regular cops, but in the future, Uh, but with like superpowers. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they're not just they're not just above the law. Uh, They're, I don't know, very Uh, strong. They're (laughs) above the law with laser sight. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they could also they could also like cut a car in half with their eyes or something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Is it is it like X Men where they all have individual powers? Like there's one guy who has to stay back at the the office and dispense coffee from his fingertips and stuff. Yeah. Or? Oh, coffee cup? Yeah, probably. yeah. The guy the okay. guy who vomits up whole donuts. He just like he's, <laughs> he's vomit, vomiting into boxes all day. Yeah. Uh, oh wait wait wait! Your sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> donut donut hole and like cop fiend or yeah. some stupid shit. Mm mm. So where's the custard come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fastening a, be- a button on his pants. He's like, don't bother. Don't yeah. bother. <laughs> so that would, that would insinuate that he has to regurgitate empty Boston creep donuts and then fuck them before. I mean, <laughs> you would you would insinuate that. I, I just asked where it came from. <laughs> but Lord Boy's canon, yes. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically they were trying to, like, breed super security, uh, I don't know, like, beyond the point of needing to sustain themselves off bribes. So it's just like, ah, oh, oh, man, this 
cost me so much goddamn money. What if we bred cops that didn't need bribes because we could just control them directly? Sort their, of thing. Their superpower is not needing bribes. Yes. <laughs> their superpower <laughs> is integrity. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, like, you can't get it any other way, clearly. So you have to like make them in a lab with integrity. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> um, Miguel, uh, work, he was working on this project. Uh, he admired a certain crime fighter from his history textbooks, uh, Spider-Man, uh, oh. who had been killed previously by Macduff, the Thane of Fife, uh, at the end of the tragedy <laughs> of Spider-Man. I, uh, that sounds familiar, but... <laughs> yeah. This the, is tree, the trees are moving. Ah. <laughs> Spider-Man just running from... education, yeah. so it's not great. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it's yeah. a thousand-year-old education, like, history, right? So... Yeah. I mean, you, you probably look back. There's probably some wires crossed somewhere. Yeah, I mean, think about like 20, 2099 is uh, 78 years in the future from time of recording. And currently people believe shit they read on Twitter. Exactly. So can you imagine how bad it could get? Uh, my, my spider, my spider, my kingdom for a spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Lady Spider-Man. She's out damn spot with like whack. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spider gwen i guess would be that character (laughs) speaking of things you read on twitter i read a fact uh on twitter and i don't know if you guys know if it's true it says hot dogs were invented in 1936 by larry hot dogs when he accidentally dropped a bag of prize-winning pig assholes in his dick shaper machine (laughs) i think we put this on the episode before that sounds very familiar so i'm going to confirm that is true okay i think it was in in one of the streams, someone kept posting that in the chat, and it was just, I lost it, and I found out it's a tweet. Because <laughs> I was doing hot dog fag. That's, yeah. that's Loreboy's yeah. canon for our thousand-year-old history, the invention of the hot dog. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, Loreboy's 1909 or 1099. Yeah, Loreboy's 1099, when we were all, yeah, celibate priests in like a... In like some sort of like Southern England church, yeah. we all had the, <laughs> just the tops of our heads shaved. We all wore brown. So like God, you can't get through your hair exactly. because of all the head and shoulders. The wax keeps the dandruff in. And gone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So obviously, the their pursuit of creating super cops uh, led to experiments with spider DNA because um, yeah, because Miguel had read Mac- Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs> put those two things together um one of his test subjects was a man named mr sims or known only as mr sims volunteer prisoner uh, whatever he was don't know just um he was locked into the genetic modification machine basically there you go um and they were just like listen man you're going to be a super cop and the best co- the best cops in the animal kingdom are spiders they True. have they shoot little silky handcuffs out of their butts it's great it's, yeah. it's fucking perfect <laughs> they have uh, <laughs> they have an eye because they have like eight eyes each right but two of those eyes one of them can turn red and one of them can turn blue and they're known yeah to the, alternate their eyes on their heads exactly yeah. <laughs> they have those traffic stops where they hide under a piece of dirt and then pop out and grab your car if you're going too fast yes <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got a ticket like that it was fucking ridiculous <laughs> spiders yeah. spiders kill a lot of dogs every year spider <laughs> that's sad i don't like that one. <laughs> oh my god 
So, Mr. Sims, uh, he's part of the the Supercop project, and they are, they're adding spider DNA for law enforcement reasons. Um, and it didn't go so great. Uh, not in, like, the... He did something stupid on the streets, like, used one of his eight arms to turn off his body cam. More like... <laughs> uh, he, more like he transformed into, like, a hideous kind of spider human wad and then died in gyrating screaming agony seconds later so Oof. then miguel of course is like i should try this out myself uh, not, <laughs> not immediately uh at first people were just like well the even uh corporate science of the future was just like i think this probably needs a little bit more work yeah because yeah. they're not they're not trying to make like I, I mean, they're not trying to make, like, a workforce or, like, slaves per se. They want to make super cops, meaning you kind of want it to succeed because you can't you can't enforce your corporate law with super cops if you just liquefy your volunteers, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not great. Then it's the, not, it's, the super cop union gets involved, and it's like, uh, they have so much uh, bargaining power. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like, well, I, hey, I'm just here arguing for the rights. Some of my boys... Don't get liquefied into spider goo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to keep a little uh, to keep a lid on this, hopefully a little lid with like air holes poked into it. So of course, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't like suffocate. suffocate yeah. yeah, and stick in there so they feel like they're at home. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one dry leaf. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Stone spikes one of Miguel's drinks in one of their like corporate meetups uh, with a super drug called Rapture. Um, this drug uh, bonds to the DNA who ingests it, and the only legal way to get it is through Alchemax. So they, I don't know if they do this to their other staff, like if it's if it's like an arc in one of the other in one of the comics or whatever. Basically, it's just like if we get all of our employees addicted to the drug that we ha- that we manufacture, we can keep them super fucking loyal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which honestly doesn't seem too far fetched as far mm-hmm. as like. Amazon goes on. <laughs> I mean, it's a tale as old as time, right? Look at uh, yeah. look at England in in China with opium. Oh, and, the opium wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or even fucking uh, Tiger King and his like meth sex slaves. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's just like as a way to control them, he gets them addicted right. to rapture. So so uh, fucking loyal, a tiger could rip off their arm and they'll stay on the tiger farm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, well, meth is a. Uh, it's, it makes people pretty pretty open to suggestion, apparently. Mm. Uh, what a time to take a All big right. drink right when it was, I was your tears. I thought you guys were going to talk about meth. <laughs> well, we got a lot to say about it, Peter. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the thing about the, the about Rapture is that it bonds to the to the uh, user's DNA, basically. So it's not something you can just detox from and like whatever, have a bunch of crazy hallucinations about babies on the ceiling and shit, and then just kind of get over and clean yourself up because it becomes part of you. Kind of like how ra- radiation like knocks your DNA apart. Um, it bonds to it and becomes part of your makeup. Sure. Yeah. Um, the withdrawal from Rapture is said to be like heroin, which is why I tossed in the little reference to Train Spotting, uh-huh. a famous heroin documentary. Uh-huh. 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 During like a bout of withdrawal, uh, Miguel struck his ill-gotten fiance Dana in the face, and he was just like, "Okay, this has gone too far. I don't want to be a junkie. I don't want to be abusive to anyone except my half brothers." Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was just like, "Look, 
I know how to use the genetic engineering equipment at work. I work on it all the time. I need to get the rapture off of my DNA. I need to get it out of my sequence. I don't, get this shit out of my fucking helix. Yeah. It's making me too angry at home. <laughs> um, so he decides to hook himself up, obviously, to the the equipment they've been using to attempt to make super cops, to make spider cops, basically. The, the blob making machine. Uh, exactly, yes. The so blobinator. Just, well, it's like, <laughs> do I want to be an abusive uh, husband or do I want to be a blob? And a blob for several minutes before I die screaming in agony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like my lady a lot, so I would probably take blob over yeah. this personally. Um, they get shipped off to the Dragon Quest universe if they turn into a blob to be a slime killed by yeah. another one. Character. <laughs> yeah. Blue slime, metal slime, abusive slime. It's like <laughs> <laughs> this one's weird. <laughs> Whoa! Look at look at that slime taking its brother's girlfriend. <laughs> it's got like a it's got like a tank top on over it. It's like it's yeah. oh man, oh man, they're morphing right in front of him. That's so rude. <laughs> um, Alchemax's genetic facility had like some kind of storage going on for people's genetic sequence, like whatever kind of future bullshit that people in the nineties imagined a corporation would have in twenty ninety nine. They used to back up. Um, DNA basically. So Miguel had like a CDR of his own pre-rapture DNA somewhere and like put it in the slot in the uh, DNA machine. And he was like, okay, cool. I just need to load. It's basically like physically loading a DNA checkpoint. To I mean, anybody prior to when he was doing drugs, anybody who's done like 23andMe or Ancestry.com, like they, the corporation's got yours if you ever need it. <laughs> I have I have ancestry.ca. Yeah, so great. you you just call call up ancestry.ca and be like, "Hey, I accidentally uh morphed a drug to my DNA. Could you send me my old copy?" And they, they still got yeah. it. So. <laughs> hey, I'm addicted to heroin. Can you mail me my spit back? Got to got to put it in the DNA machine. That sounds more yeah. like meth than heroin though. <laughs> that does sound like a meth head request one of my yeah one of my guildies works he's a scientist and he works on CRISPR data and he goes through people's dna to like help try and solve cancer oh, yeah. and he will not do those tests because he doesn't want his stuff saved somewhere yeah. just oh, like yeah. you said yeah so uh quick aside just because it's happened to me this week um i i have ancestry like i said and then like my mom has it my dad like everybody in my family kind of set it up so I, it starts to like make webs of people that you're probably related to if they do it as well. Yeah. And I get a message from a guy in Australia who is listed as like second cousin. Okay. And despite the fact I was like, oh, it's Harry. My mom has already told me about this guy. I technically know who this is. I still totally, when he sent me a message, he's like, hey, why is your last name Scottish? How are we related? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Not a Scottish name, but nice try, buddy. I still totally treated him for like an entire week as like, though he had like a million dollars in a in an ivory coast bank account yeah, yeah. That, he, <laughs> that, he needed, that he just needed your help accessing yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i thought but then i texted my mom i'm like harry in australia is your cousin and she's like yeah 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 it's fine you can talk to him I'm like okay but <laughs> that was my ancestry story from this week which thank god came up as a joke because i remember wanting to tell it to people <laughs> yeah I always thought how I would get my dog's spit and send it to Ancestry for me and then spit in the dog test and send it to the dog thing and see what breed I would be. <laughs> <laughs> As if they wouldn't notice. 
<laughs> just like without even running it through the machine, just one of the texts is like looking at the looking at the jar, like this is a human spit, not dog spit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're professionals. So I got an eye for that sort of thing. Right? <laughs> I feel like they get faulty data sometimes or something, and I just, I just tell them golden retriever. I don't know. Uh, yeah. They ask for a picture too. <laughs> like, yeah, your yeah. dog clearly a husky. It's like, yeah, she's in the lab. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just like dipping his little pinky in the jar of spit, like tasting it on his tongue, like. He, he rubs it on his because <laughs> dog spit makes your gums go numb. Oh, right. right. <laughs> like, they ask for a picture, too, so they could just eyeball it. You know, there's just one person <laughs> who, who, like, goes oh, 24 hours a day and just looks at pictures and they can clear so many, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eye-wing it, just like, I don't know, like, how much dog is like, eh, whatever, just fucking eyeball it. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <it's cute. laughs> so, um miguel is in the process now of loading his genetic checkpoint to before he was addicted to drugs um he of course because he's such a cocky 90s boy whoa authority doesn't like him very much and my direct superior aaron delgado is a real fucking square am i telling you and he tried to ollie and landed vertically on the skateboard and crushed his nuts which is my favorite (laughs) skateboarding act personally one one of the one of the best that's for sure yes so uh, Delgado uh, is skulking around the office uh, at the same, uh, like on the same night that um, Miguel is going to reset his genes, and he sees Miguel like using the machine after hours, and he's just like, "I hate this guy, and he shouldn't be working overtime. We'll have to pay him." <laughs> and, and then he like swaps out his, or at least part of Miguel's DNA backup, and makes it fifty Miguel, fifty percent Spider. Because he's just like, well, it killed that last guy, and I hate this radical dude enough to literally murder him at work. So in the most horrible way possible. Yeah, exactly. So like, fuck this kid. I don't like the way he talks to me. <laughs> he can't. He comes back four minutes late from lunch every day. I don't think so, buddy. That's yeah, yeah. death in corporate twenty ninety. Yeah, we know. We know. There's a five minute grace period. You're abusing him, buddy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a cumulative five-minute grace period per calendar year. I don't uh, know if you read the employee contract, okay? Right. That is under one second per day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he swaps out the genetic makeup at the backup for 50% Miguel, 50% Spider. He's like, ha, take that, idiot. Um, the assumption being that it would liquefy him and he would have... He'd have to hire someone else, I guess. Like, I don't know if he's got a thing for the HR lady or like that fucking... <laughs> yeah. Just like retraining someone which is more expensive than than the overtime like having someone on staff right so it's whatever he, he's a businessman he's just angry he's just petty yeah gotcha um considering miguel is the hero of the story obviously he did not turn to slime so he's not in dragon quest it's oh. not the crossover episode okay um, what did he turn into miguel was almost seamlessly infused with spider dma dma <laughs> dna <laughs> he, he was infused yeah. with spider dmca and then he wasn't allowed to, to stream on twitch anymore yeah <laughs> uh, uh, he went to spider jail <laughs> <laughs> well spiders are great cops so spider jails yeah, yeah, right. the spiders yeah. got him immediately <laughs> yeah right away <laughs> <laughs> uh this gave him a few special powers and some actual minor physical mutations so like traditional peter parker spider-man uh, other than clearly being 36 in high school, has no identifiable mutations. No, for for being Spider Man, right? Well, to- the Tobey Maguire one does in that he shoots webs out of his wrist, right? 
Right. So I have that here. Um, he. So I'll get into the spinnerets because um, first, um, Miguel now has like large canine teeth, like a vampire. He has big fangs. Okay. Uh, spooky red eyes. Um, the and fangs un- is weird because I'm pretty sure spiders don't have teeth. Do you ever just they like have fangs to inject venom, and I think drink like fly juice? Oh, I guess. Eh, I guess some spiders do. But they don't have teeth, teeth in the way that we understand them because they don't have bones. Yeah, well, that's. I was just picturing bones, and imagine like all of a spider, like there's no bones in a spider except for the teeth. So like a spider would die, and then sure. the body would decompose, and you just find these tiny little spider teeth in like a little pile where the spider died. How how unsettling would that be? I don't know. Like spider moms keep little spider teeth in a jar. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you used to be. <laughs> Before you were a policeman with your little blinking red letter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys still have any of your teeth that fell out? Mm. My mom probably does. I still have a baby tooth in my mouth. What? Whoa. Yeah, I get this one right here. Oh, I thought that was just a little tooth. It is a little tooth because it's a baby tooth that never fell out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just started with the audio. Just, uh, Ethan has one small tooth. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Anybody, anybody who's ever seen a picture of me smiling with my teeth, you can, you can spot it. It's one of the front four. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked one of my back teeth jumping over the, like, it was a bar that you sit at, and it's like one of those rounded benches, and I jumped over the back when I was drunk and completely misjudged it and just hit the back of my head, <laughs> and I cracked uh, my back tooth. Yeah, I was with Ethan. It was deja yeah. vu, actually. Uh, yeah. I, rem- I remember that, though, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to get into it, but boy, do I remember that one. Yeah. Power <laughs> on tooth stories, I have a chip out of one of my front bottom teeth because I got hit in the face with a hockey stick. <laughs> Oof. There you go. Yeah. We were just playing a pickup game on like on the lake out behind my house, and obviously no one had any kind of gear. <laughs> the only equipment we had was sticks so that's how that happened <laughs> my uh while we're still on teeth stories i the tooth next to my baby tooth is also chipped i i chipped it at a hardcore show I uh which band oh. punched in the mouth the band was that's the, the sh- band the show was vain and the band that was playing was king nine ah there cool. we go a little bit of lore boys lore about yeah. our teeth specifically yeah <laughs> lore boys teeth have- lore <laughs> I have all my baby teeth in my pocket at all times, just in case. Just in case. Very yeah. weird. You never yeah. know when you're going to need them. Well, if he gets mugged and somebody asks for his wallet, he can just whip baby teeth at the guy and he's sufficiently <laughs> disgusted to just run away. <laughs> I like the way it sounds when I walk in my swishy pants, too, with the little jingle of, yeah. of teeth in the pocket. It's Would great. you call it a jingle? I, I, well, it's, it's, it's a rattle more than a jingle. It's a rattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a rattle. <laughs> a, sh- a shake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, Miguel's got, uh, I, I guess the opposite of Ethan's problem. He's got larger teeth now, um, which, and this is so fucking stupid, but it's such like a quintessentially hilarious comic book lore fact to hide the fact from polite society that he has big teeth now, like fangs. He apparently part of his character bio is that he talks in a way that does not show his teeth too much. Uh, just like me, I talk like that all the time. See, yeah, nobody like can even te- nobody can even tell when I'm talking like this that I'm hiding my teeth. <laughs> he but, constantly sounds like he's doing an impression of his granddad. Basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lips curled over the points of his teeth. I'm just like, what the fuck <laughs> kind of world building is that? When, I when, think, honestly, I think that's pretty good. Like, I think there's people out there who aren't proud of their teeth and they do their best to smile not as big and, like, try and speak differently so they don't show their whole teeth. So it's just like a weird little 
specific fact that gives him humanity, I guess. I guess. I haven't seen the author. It might be like a thing from his life because that's a weird thing to think up, right? Like if yeah. you haven't encountered it. For anybody out yeah. there self-conscious about their teeth, I have terrible teeth. I, I don't care. You shouldn't either. Yeah, go you're, ahead. You're fine just the way you are. Yep. Listen. Right. Chew with your fucking mouth open. I don't care. Yeah. Smack Chomp your, into this podcast. Chomp, in. <laughs> Chomp into a podcast. Yeah. Chomp into the podcast, Snaggletooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so other than his fangs, he also has spooky red eyes, which make him very sexy because he has to wear sunglasses all the time uh, to hide gonna, that. I was going to say, does he just also keep his eyes closed whenever he's around other people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he talks with his eyes and mouth closed all the time. He's very weird to be around. <laughs> he does sound like an old man though with the glasses and just covering his gums glasses, over his like this on his head. <laughs> the guy playing shuffleboard goggles that go like the wrap around his forehead yeah. like Jordy yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then he also has um, like these needle like talons that poke out of the pads of his fingers and toes uh, okay. and I also had to look this up. I was just like that doesn't sound like a spider thing to have retractable claws no, uh, it turns out thing. some tarantulas do have retractable claws. Oh, weird. That, that makes me uh, loathe tarantulas all the more. <laughs> they're pretty, um, there's a kind of pet YouTuber that I follow, uh, and he says they're very easy to keep. It's barely more difficult than keeping a cactus. So if you <laughs> want to get something easy, you get a starter pet, you get a tarantula. I am. Yeah, I, I used to have a pet YouTuber, but he kept asking me to like and subscribe while I was trying to sleep. So yeah. I yeah, so annoying, you know? Yeah. He went to a shelter. I'm sure somebody else adopted him. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope you got a good home. Uh, fuck, what's the drama guy? Keemstar. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's the worst. <laughs> well, you put him up for adoption because he kept annoying you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Boys Cannon. Jamie used to own Keemstar. <laughs> um, so the problem with his talents, though, he can't, like, consciously retract them. They're subconsciously retracted when he like touches his own body to prevent from hurting himself, but otherwise are out at all times. Okay, so he's just like hands constantly on nipples, so he, so he doesn't give away the fact that he's got retractable claws. Eyes closed, <laughs> eyes closed, mouth curled over his teeth, hands flat against his chest, and then he like shuffles forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just walking around. Very like normal. Very incognito. It's Spider-Man, but the future, basically, right? Yeah. (laughs) In the future, everybody walks like that. He looks totally normal. Totally normal, yeah. (laughs) Um, So he's got super sight, super hearing. Uh, His fangs do give him like a paralytic venom so he can bite people and paralyze them. And then he does have like biological spinnerets, like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Not um, not Peter Parker. Which did come out after... 2099 so it may have been taken from there i don't didn't look up uh because most spider-mans have like the gadget for the go webs go thing right go 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 web spinner yeah yeah and they do the 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 metal horns forwards like in the toby Maguire movie yeah and then they they have that whole plot point that if they run out of the aerosol stuff in the can then they can't like sling around as much yeah Yeah, they gotta fight hand to hand at that point i don't know if the genetic ones run out of ammo or if it's just like the first fight's pretty quick and then you wait a while to recharge and the subsequent <laughs> fights are a lot quicker. <laughs> you might, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that, babe? I need to get, I need a Gatorade before the next fight. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I need a 15 minute break and a glass of milk. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you do? Yeah. Is that what you do? Oh, dude, big old glass of milk. Just chug, <laughs> chugging milk from the jug, baby. I don't even keep milk in my house. I was just trying to think of a funny liquid. Oh, oh that was that was great. Do you want a cigarette? No, thanks. Milk for me, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Room <laughs> temperature. <laughs> for exactly 45 minutes. So like, you ready to go again? I don't know, man. I feel fairly sick, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with everything he knew about science... Um, obviously after, uh, Miguel's mutation, Delgado immediately fucking panics and starts shooting a gun wildly within the laboratory at Miguel after he got out of his spider bath. Um, and this caused a laboratory explosion. As we know, all laboratories are one gunshot away from exploding. Yeah, for sure. In all fiction. Um, now I kind of looked for it and Darnell's notes didn't specify. And then some of the summaries didn't specify. I don't know if they like got to the roof of the Alchemex building or if Delgado was just blown out a window by his own stupidity. <laughs> Either way, he, he's about to fall off the building at some point. And Miguel is just like, Oh God, no, I, you know, I know you just tried I'm to kill st- me and now are in the, in the process of killing yourself as a result of that. But still, Oh no, yeah, he's still, a good guy yeah, yeah. He's, it, uh, he grabs onto his arm he's a good guy uh, it's not like it was his half brother falling off the building or something right <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like no man I'm not related to and <laughs> leaps forward and grabs onto Delgado's arm which is how he discovers he has talons the talons oh. like shit Delgado's arm and he freaks out and panics and struggles free and presumably falls to his death um, oh, Delgado okay. comes back to the story, possibly possessed by the ghost of Thanatos. Blech, whatever. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I thought but, he was gonna like catch him and learn he now knows how to web and saves him and like no no he has talons and he accidentally shreds the guy's yeah. fucking arm. So we are gonna get through all of spider puberty in this episode, so I'll don't don't worry. Like uh we'll get to his uh spinneret pre cum moment uh, <laughs> nice. fairly soon. Um, yeah, so he, this is how he discovers the talents is he shreds the guy's arm. Um, Tyler Stone, they don't know they're related at this point. Uh, he realizes that there is a Spider-Man like man, like out in the wild of Nueva York. And he's just like, whoa, no, I own the IP rights to Spider-Man. I've got the copyright here in my wallet. <laughs> so sends his security guards after him. Uh, this, this force is called private. Eye. uh, they're, from what I understand, the precursor to the genetically augmented super cops, they're, they still function. They're st- they, they still have bribes for breakfast, basically. So they're not beyond. They haven't. They don't have their in- integrity serum yet. Right. 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 Fully corrupt. At, d- corrupt as the day they were born. Hatched from eggs or how, wherever you get cops. Wherever from. you get cops from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the, they're the, so they're hunting down this man with Spider-Man powers. Nobody knows it's Miguel at this point. Um, thankfully, uh, Miguel had in storage, a, a Mexican day of the dead, like wrestle, like black and red rescue wrestler costume, like handy. Um, this is important cause this one is specifically made from something called UMF, umph, um, okay. which is unstable molecule fabric. Um, this is the only clothing he owns that his talons don't poke through, um, and is apparently made from the same or a similar sci-fi material as the shit that like the fantastic four and some of the X-Men use. So it's, 
Like the Human Torch can light himself on fire and not burn away his pants. Right. Yeah. And people of. people who also get those when they want to grow out their toenails but not ruin their sock. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nicely, which yeah. at present you can only get on Amazon because of uh, Quebec's curfew. But like we, you can get some decent UMF at the dollar store after that. <laughs> <laughs> his uh, his suit is actually in uh, the PS4 version of uh, the Marvel game of Spider Man. Oh yeah. You can cool. unlock it, and it gives you low gravity when you're in the air. So it's a a cool little thing. It's like level thirty four or something. I looked it up before. Because he has glidey wings. He has like uh he has glidey webs in his armpits. Like a squirrel. Oh. Uh yeah, exactly. Cool. I unlocked it, but I did not remember that it was twenty ninety nine. Would you have known? Uh going into this, I thought it was like, is this like Batman Beyond where like old Peter Parker takes on a protege or some shit? Like I didn't realize it kind of got so uh, weird. It's a whole different world, dude. Exactly. Uh, during the chase uh, from the building, uh, he is seen by a group of Thorites, uh, which are uh, people who have formed a cult around the worship of the god and avenger, Thor, which I'm sure we're all familiar with from the movies. He's one of the main dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Hemsworth. But I would say second Chris. Because the okay. Captain America guy is definitely handsomer. The only thing I remember, the only thing I remember from the Thor movie is he's sitting and like gets a cup of coffee and they give it to him and he drinks it and he just smashes the glass on the floor like I'll have another. That yeah. was great. I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's seen by a group of cultists who worship Thor. Uh, one of which is conveniently like hang gliding through the neighborhood. <laughs> he lands on the hang glider. And the Thorite asks him who he is, and reportedly he says, I don't know, the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, Spider-Man, take your pick. Ooh. Okay. Well, Which, I, I hate that. <laughs> I, I very stupid 90s thing to say. Very, you're right. Very 90s. Like Spider-Man is a real historical person, yeah, and yeah. the other two are not. Although, real historical person who lived over a thousand years ago, maybe he's kind of got like a mythos around him. 2099 and oh, like 100 years ago sorry yeah I, i've said a thousand twice now but it's just a hundred years that's but you said a thousand and that did make sense because we were talking about like religious shit or whatever or we're talking about Macbeth, so that made more sense sure yeah well i did it thinking that uh 2099 was a thousand years from now no no it's not 3099 yeah no, no dude a hundred is not a thousand math right? oh Which objective is- yeah, there you uh, go. I'm glad we could keep emotion <laughs> out of this and stay objective when talking about this. That's why yeah. I don't even remember what the setup was, but that's why you can cheat on a spider with a regular guy. Something like that. I, I think it's the moral of that story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quarter as bad. The exactly. That's, yeah, 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 exactly. Professor X has zero legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, the like This introduction, like on the back of a hang glider, which crashes, by the way. It's not a two-man well, glider. He's like yeah, yeah. hang glider. His claws too. are just like shredding the the like fabric of the glider too. Like just like that poor guy's arm. Yeah, they just fucking torpedo <laughs> and, and they wreck the glider. The Thorite lives, but and gives him some of the hang glider material, which is like the genesis of his uh squirrel suit sort of thing. Sure. Um the introduction to Spider-Man though, like offhandedly i guess uh it leads the thorites to believe that he was actually spider-man reincarnated or like 
back from the dead, kind of like Jesus is supposed to be for the like during the end times. Okay, and that their god Thor is soon to follow for some reason. Like it's like, oh well, one of the Avengers has been reincarnated. That must mean our guy's gonna come up shortly, as if it's like an <laughs> order of appearance credit sequence in like an amateur play. I mean, but like the Thor would still be alive, right? Unless something killed Thor. I don't know if he's been killed in the intervening hundred and seven years when they started this or whatever. He, like he might have just not shown, like, because he lives in Asgard, right? So he might just have just not visited Earth in the past hundred years. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I didn't look up what happened to Thor between 1992 and 2099, <laughs> but the cult now, so that's kind of neat. That's kind of cool. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, good, good for him. It's ambitious, and you know what? It paid off. <laughs> um, back at Alchemex, uh, Tyler Stone figures that whoever got these super spider powers was his property because it was made, I, I, technically made off the clock, so it's not really his yeah. property. But like you know, the employee contract is just like anything you do here belongs to us yeah, yeah. sort of thing like draw draws a vial of uh miguel's blood and he's like no no actually sliding it under a microscope like if you look here and you just see like an alchemex logo on his dna like yeah <laughs> <laughs> talk about fine print yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new definition he's of got blood like suckers huh own blood that he's just forgot to cancel he's like god, god damn, damn it, it keeps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> credit card expired and everything i still keep getting it <laughs> um tyler stone hires a cyborg bounty hunter named venture uh to bring back whoever the spider person might be to the office okay. he's like just go and get him um i looked up venture as well uh i love his design it's very it reminds me, actually, of like some of the characters in Cyberpunk 2077 that I was playing but have since stopped waiting for patches. Um, it's like th- he's very retro-inspired, so he's like 90% cyborg, but he looks like a cowboy. So he's got like a duster and a cowboy hat instead of looking like a future cop. <laughs> so he's very into like retro-retro movies, nice. basically. Um in one of the fights with Venture, Miguel discovers his web shooting abilities, uh, which allows him to defeat the cyborg. Uh, Venture had grabbed him by the arms and like squeezed one of his forearms and basically like pepper sprayed himself with spider <laughs> <sack. laughs> uh, The first time someone touched mine, too, is the same thing. Just, uh, yeah. just shoots right <laughs> off, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a like a hammer on the knee reaction. Like if you yeah. squeeze the right spot, there's nothing you can do. You know, just the spider reflexes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so he like maces himself with spider silk, and then I don't really know what he did. He uses like claws to sever the cybernetic connections on the back of Venture's head, and like disables the robot. Gotcha. Um, after this, thinking he still had control of Miguel, because Tyler Stone does not know that Miguel is. Spider-Man Stone went to his apartment thinking that he was like, hey, you're still that junkie that I created. Um, I know we got into a bit of a disagreement about that whole me getting you addicted to heroin things, but I will continue to supply you with heroin if you want to come back to work. Yeah, if you want to come fix this, uh, figure out who the Spider-Man fella is. (laughs) Exactly. I want you you to have a coat of Spider-Man on my desk, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) this is a direct parallel to j jonah jameson and uh, peter parker spider-man yeah because he takes the job 
figuring that working in a genetic laboratory as a geneticist would ex- help like him explain his spider puberty to himself as well as hide his identity and keep an eye on Alchemex at the same time. So Tyler Stone very much wants uh, Spider-Man's genetic code on his desk. God damn it. Yeah. But he still gets the same like out of focus Bigfoot shots that Peter Parker is giving to J. Jonah yeah, yeah. Jameson. <laughs> Jingle Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> well, like if he gets put on like the Spider-Man project, because now like let's say uh, the boss has like a back a plan B. It's like if they can't capture Spider-Man, maybe they can just create a Spider-Man. So he's like, they were already Spider-Man. I know. Right? So, that, so that's it. Yeah. So now he's like, oh well, we'll get our best geneticist working on it, and he can just always be like, oh yeah, we're getting close, boss. But you know, it's just it's really hard. Like every every yeah, single it, weekly weekly meeting that they have, just like. You know, it's it's so messed up. I was getting so close when Barry puked up a donut into the genetic mix and just like messed the whole batch up. So now I got to start from scratch. And you know how it is. The donuts yeah, gunking yeah. up the, the gene machine. Yeah. Trying to squeeze spiders from a stone. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate that if I squeeze a stone and a bunch of spiders came out. Horrifying, uh, wouldn't this, I think um, you need the, a little bit of a, a murderous tone on a bastard child. I think that's the the missing uh yeah so he takes the job and continues to mislead alchemex and it there's some time travel and shit but that's uh that's old spodersman 2099 that's oh. his origin and how he got to be frankly one of the worst spider-man i think it's more of a curse what with the claws and the fangs and shit but very strange and i i very much liked looking it up yeah. so if you yourself want to be a darnell or some other kind of person who suggests things. Uh, you can go to theloreboys.com slash about and jump into the old Discord. Uh, you can find a link to our merch store as well if you want, which is tpublic.com uh, slash theloreboys. I have been your host, Peter O'Donoghue. Um, plug away, fellas. Uh, I'm Ethan. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, tell your friend. Leave us a review and head to patreon.com slash theloreboys to leave us a little uh, monetary uh, incentive. Uh, we lost Jamie. Oh, Jamie's back. Hi, Jamie. Good. Your card died for a second. Yeah, you disappeared, buddy. Right as I was about to throw it to you, it was like you were gone. I was going to plug for you. I was going to talk all about your... Uh, your skin samples that you're selling and, you know, your, yeah. your baby. I was just trying to clock out early, guys. Sorry. The, the, Fuck, the, I, I swear <laughs> to God, Jamie, I've got so much of your blood here. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I know you're working on, like, those molds of baby teeth, uh, you know, so people can make their own little Jamie baby teeth. Baby Jamie baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> baby Jamie dentures. <laughs> baby Jamie teeth. I like that. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's your go. Do you have anything else you want to uh, you want to plug? Oh, we're still live. Yeah, um, just come out to the Discord, loreboys.com slash about. Uh, if you're interested in these comics, I was just checking them out, and they're on the Marvel website for like three ninety nine each. So they're they're really cheap, oh. and you get a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, and if if you do, tell them we sent you. <laughs> yeah, Feige owes me a fucking favor. Yeah, yeah. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. Like I said, Patreon, we're, we're on there if you want to support us financially. If you don't trust Patreon and, and want to do it your own way, want to just send us the cash, uh, we are, as we always have from day one, been working on some uh, genetic mutations. And we're at the stage where we're looking for test subjects. Uh, we're not going to use spiders because I don't like spiders. They scare me. But I was thinking mice. You want to be mouse man? 
Huh? Yeah, you can be a cute little mouse man. We'll give you some cheese. Uh, you can have a, a maze and a wheel. Uh, all you got to do is send us a sample of your blood, which we've definitely asked for before in the Lore Boys Prime. But uh, we lost all the samples uh, when Jamie uh, puked up some donuts into them. But uh, unfortunately, they weren't whole uh, edible donuts. It was just Jamie ate too many donuts and he had a bit of a an accident. <laughs> a couple yeah, of bubbles. Don't worry. I didn't let him go to waste, though. I finished all the donuts and the blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did use it. Uh, we're we're zero zero net waste here at the Lower Boys HQ. So uh, yep. if somebody pukes on something, they got to eat it. That's the rule. Uh, <laughs> zero carbon footprint by 2099 here at the Lower Boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a thousand years. Uh, it'll only take us. Uh, so I, yeah. think, I think that constitutes a hey, Lower uh, Boys. Lower Boys. Boys donut puke out. Oh. Oh. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 